Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast channel and YouTube channel. So today I'm going to be talking about this Eagles 49ers game. Um, if you can't tell already, my voice is a little bit lost. I was actually at the game, uh, the only East Coast game that I will probably be going to this year and the only 49er game I'm probably going to be going to this year. So phenomenal time at the game. It was really fun. I expected to kind of, you know, get a hard time from the Eagles fans, but they were, for the most part, were pretty cool, um, except for the occasional drunk people. Um, but that's going to be the case at any stadium. Overall, great experience. Um, had a really, really fun time. So going into this game, I want to talk about the defense first. Uh, there's three guys, I think, that had really, really good performances. First one, Nick Bosa had his two sacks, um, built upon that performance last week, uh, did a really good job, had a couple big plays, you know, but the big sack, the strip sack against Jalen Hurts, they did not recover, but still a huge play. Uh, so good job to him. Got a tip to cap to, cap to him. Um, the next guy, Fred Warner, uh, during that goal line stand, uh, Fred was all over the place. And throughout the game, he was all over the place as well. There was one tackle, um, and I was I was sitting not super close, but there was one tackle that he made that the running back was wrapped up, and he came in, and you could hear the thump from the field. It was that loud. He was coming in there. He was playing very, very physical, very, very violent, um, and he had a fantastic game. Uh, the 49ers actually, they, they changed. D'Amico kind of changed up during the game. After Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts and that, you know, that zone read uh, was working really well, they changed to where Fred was going and, and getting Hurts on the end if he kept it. And it kind of slowed them. It slowed them down a lot. It definitely did. Um, so huge, huge game for Fred. He had a fantastic performance. Um, another guy that was really, really good. And I think this, this guy deserves to be like the MVP of the week if there's one. And I know that if you look at his overall stats, he had a, he allowed a, I think it was a 91 yard catch, but Diamador Lenore, <clears throat> he had an amazing game. And I know that, if, like I said, if you look at it, oh, he allowed that big catch. He had the one catch that got that got overturned. They were asking him to do something that is really, really hard. He was a lot of the time playing press man or just man, but he was playing man with Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Jalen Rieger, very, very athletic players. And in Devontae Smith, one of the best route runners in the world. I mean, I know he's coming out of college and he's a rookie. There's a reason he won the Heisman Trophy. He's an extraordinary player. But you look at what they wanted him to do. Most of the time, the only guy back there, if he was even back there, was Jimmy Ward. Sometimes Kwaski Tar was back there as well. But for the most part, the Niners are either playing single high safety or they're playing cover zero where he has to just – he has to win. He can't lose. If he loses, it's a touchdown. And we saw the one play where he got burned. And there was a couple plays where you know the receiver had a couple feet on him, but he came in and he made tremendous plays downfield. That is very, very hard to do. And they're asking him to they, – what they're asking him to do is what you ask your number one corner to do. And that's what he is – it looks like he's filling in as the, the number one guy after this Jason Bright injury. So amazing, amazing performance from Diamondor Lenore. And I think the 49ers – I know it's only two weeks in the year, but it looks like they got a very, very special player in that fifth round. So absolutely love my, the performance out of him. And he's going to have his work cut out for him next week because they're going to be up against the Packers, Devontae Adams – Week after that, we've seen the numbers that Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson have put up. So he's gonna he's gonna keep getting these challenges, but very, very good performance by him. Hopefully he continues to build off of those. I absolutely loved how he looked. Um, I'll get into the team stats just really quickly because I think they they show some important things. Um, rushing yards, the Eagles beat the Niners 151 to 117 yards per play. They also beat them six to four point five. And Kyle Shanahan has said before, like those are two. Two team stats that a lot of the time show like, all right, who's who's a team that's going to win? The other one, though, 
his time of possession, and the 49ers had almost 10 minutes more of time of possession. So we saw that in the second half, ground and pound, slow, methodical drives. I think it was two 90-yard-plus drives that that ended up really winning him that game. Um, great job of the 49ers offensive line. Also, if anyone's out there saying that George Kittle didn't have a good game, please go watch the running plays and watch George pave the way. There was one play where he deplete, he depleted some guy, and basically, like he when he when he blocks, guys, he'll fall on top of them. He always does this, and he gets up and he was so fired up. So always a great great watch in George Kittle, and this week was no different. Haven't really seen him do anything crazy in the receiving game, but in terms of blocking and sealing the edge, he is he is one of the best in the league, tackle or tight end. He is that good of a blocker. He is that good of a downfield player in for the 49ers. So monster performance from him in that run game. Um, if we're going to talk about something negative, and I feel like a lot of people are a lot of 49ers fans might get a little bit frustrated that I say this, but Jimmy Garoppolo did not have a good game, especially if you look in the first half. Now I get that he came back, and I want to give him full credit for playing very, very tough. He took, had 11 carries. That is something you don't usually see. He picked up, I think it was five first downs, including a touchdown. Um, he's He's absolute money on a quarterback sneaks. He's never not picked up a first down on quarterback sneak, if you guys didn't know that. But if you look at like why this game was so low scoring, Jimmy Garoppolo really, really struggled to throw outside the numbers or outside the hashes today. Uh, if we look back, there's the play where he threw the ball to Debo Samuel. It almost got picked out. Debo kind of punches it out. There's a play to Mohamed Sanu. There's a play to Trent Sherfield. And these are all in the first half. There's a play to Brandon Ayuk where almost gets intercepted. And then also... The one catch that Brandon Ayuk did have, though he did get to play a lot of a lot of snaps, but just didn't have his number called that much in terms of what who they're scheming up for. He had the third, I think it was a third and four, I want to say, and Brandon Ayuk laid out, made a spectacular grab. So it was nice to see him out there get his first catch of the year. Um, like I said, I, I said this in a past video, I think they're going to slowly bring him back in. So wouldn't be super worried, but I, I am concerned about Jimmy Garoppolo because, yes, he started going, getting going as the game went on, but the Eagles were begging him to throw it outside the numbers, and he could just couldn't. He couldn't throw the two ball. And if you guys don't know what a two ball is, one ball is basically like you know you're darting it, you're throwing a, a fastball. Uh, three balls like an arcing deep ball. Two balls kind of that middle of the field. That's where you'll see any of those plays that you saw where he's throwing it over the linebacker, but under the safety and the receivers in that so soft spot. Uh, the one where it almost got picked off by Brandon Ayuk was another example of that in the middle of the field. But those two balls, he was struggling with so much. Now, most of the time, I'll you know I'll be I'll give him credit like in terms of like hey like he still came back and did really well. I, I will do that today as well. But they just stopped throwing those passes. They didn't really go outside the numbers after the first few drives where he couldn't complete the ball, and that's something that's going to really frustrate Kyle. Really going to to limit this offense, unfortunately. And that's probably my biggest like red flag of the game. Um, and if you guys think he did well, like that's totally fine. I mean, he had, it, the numbers look good. 73% completion percentage. You know, he didn't have, I think it was like six and a half yards per carry so, or per attempt, not that crazy. Um, but you know, we saw him pick up all those first downs. We saw him have, I mean, he did good on the ground. He really did. He extended some plays as well, but you got to be able to sit in the pocket and let it rip outside the numbers. And if you do that in this Kyle Shanahan offense, it makes everything so much easier. When we're looking at the run game in this game, the Eagles are stacking the box. The, say, the corners, the outside corners are playing back and high, and they're daring him. Please throw it outside. Please throw it outside. And he couldn't get it done. It was frustrating to watch um, in terms of that. Now, what the 49ers did, which I give credit to both Kyle Shanahan 
and Jimmy Garoppolo as well, is they they changed the game plan and they started carving up the middle of the field. Now, he does Jimmy does an amazing job doing that. He's very accurate in the middle of the field. He does a really good job when it, you know, these short inter, short to intermediate passes, even some of the deep balls, especially week one, his deep ball looked really good. But he's got to get, I mean, you got to see improvement outside the numbers, or they are going to turn to Trey Lance. I really do believe that. Um, I don't know if this is a hot take or anything, but that was just my thoughts watching him. I thought he really struggled to move the ball outside the numbers. Now, he's going to start the next few weeks. I 100% I think that's the I think it, it makes sense. I don't know if it's the right move. Time will tell. We don't really know. We're not in there every day. We're not watching how Trey Lance looks. But that is the thing that is going to limit this offense. And I think in this game, it was a prime example of why, you know, they didn't. They only scored 17 points but also why they didn't really have that many yards per attempt on the ground. Like they were, they were struggling in that department as well. So really thought that Jimmy could have had a better game. Um, at the end of the day though, this team is going to be built on sealing the edge. That's, that's what this scheme is all about. Getting outside, letting these backs get free. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, now not the craziest game on the ground for him, but he played really tough, came back in after a shoulder injury. And I thought he did a fantastic job. Now he had 17 yard uh, carries. Only 2.5 yards per attempt. Uh, the 49ers actually had seven different players rush the football. I feel like you only hear that with a, with a Kyle Shannon offense there. So overall, though, don't want to be too negative about the Jimmy stuff. I still thought this was a huge win uh, in terms of like a really, really physical performance. They didn't leave with a ton of injuries outside the running back room, which now looks like there's like no one completely healthy, which is brutal. Um but it, it does seem like next week we might see Elijah Mitchell, Trenton Cannon backfield potentially, which is really odd. But both those guys are home run hitters, very, very fast players. And for this for Kyle's scheme, it works really well. So I think they're going to be fine if that's what they have to rock with. But they are going to need some of these guys to get healthy. Trey Sermon took a really, really brutal hit. I hope that he is all right. That was It was really scary actually on the field or being close to the field. Um, I hope he's all right because that looked really, really painful. I know it seemed like he has a, a concussion. I believe that was the report as well. But outside of that, overall biggest takeaways, defense absolutely dominated this game. And that's not to take away anything from the Eagles offense. The defense was just that good. They were on another level of Sunday. Um, the offense, got to move the ball down the field better than that. I mean, they're, they're be- the, the Eagles were begging you to throw the ball to outside the numbers downfield, and the Niners just couldn't get it done. That's why I believe there were seven screen passes thrown or completed. I don't even think that's thrown because there were two right at the beginning of the game that were dropped slash not thrown very well. So it was frustrating. I think in the terms of the passing game, just because there were guys open, like there was, there was a handful of plays and I know Jimmy went 22 of 30, but in all honesty, those were like all layup throws. Like there was a few that weren't, but he should have even completed like five more balls, six, seven, eight. Like he could have thrown like only two incompletions that game. If you're looking at where the guys were at, and you gotta hit the ball. You gotta hit those guys outside the numbers because that makes the defense spread so much more thin. It opens up so much stuff in the running game. So I really hope that they can get that going. If they're not, I do believe they're going to run into some problems. But let's see what the adjustments, how the adjustments are made. Let's see if maybe that's a focal point in the next couple of weeks. They go out there and they start firing them. Jimmy looks better. I think that's a possibility. But it was something that was lacking Sunday. So gotta bring that up. I try to be as as non biased as possible. Love Jimmy Garoppolo, love all these dudes on the 49ers, but I'm really trying to be as, as unbiased as possible. Um, also, if you're an Eagles fan, you're listening to this. I know I've been talking all about the Niners, but Eagles played a hell of a game. They're a much better team than a lot of people think, so credit to them as well. Um, the Philly special on fourth down, I will say that was a little bit of an interesting call. I uh, wasn't expecting that, but overall, I had a fantastic time at the game. 
I hope everyone that watched it had a great time as well. I love football games like this, even though, like I'm saying, like there are some flaws in, you know, the the, the offense's performance. Still fun. Still got to win these ones, got to grind these ones out, especially early on in the season. The kinks will, will be removed. So hopefully this outside, like not being able to get the ball outside the numbers, not being able to, to throw the ball deep downfield doesn't persist as the season goes on. Uh, but only time will tell. So we'll see how that those adjustments are made. But thank you all for listening. I think that's going to do it. Um, tomorrow, me and Aiden are going to record. We'll be recording for pretty much the rest of the week. But I do plan on doing these like recaps, just solo recaps every Monday as well. And then I think everything else besides that will be with Aiden. So thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.